0: Block Talk Radio
1: You're listening to the college to pro.com NFL Draft Lab C2P, I am your show host, Bo Marchant, and as always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us as we bring you the next collection of tomorrow's 2020 NFL Draft Stars, and we bring them to you today here on the C2P platform, Apple Music, iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, all opportunities to download and listen to our featured guests that we bring to you each and every day as we lead you to that 2020 draft, and think about it, folks, today is March 23rd. We are officially one month away before this thing goes down, not going to be in Vegas, but nonetheless, it is still going to uh, go on, and, and they're going to be picking these guys, taking them off the board. One of the guys that you're going to probably hear come off the board is the four-year letter winner. He was also down at the East-West Shrine game, one of the most prolific guys in that secondary for the Michigan state Spartan. It's none other than David Dow. Um, David, welcome to the show. How's this afternoon treating you?
0: Uh, thanks for having me on the show. Um, afternoon's for me, well. i uh, just going to chill around the house right now. I'm going to get work on in later, so it's, it's been a good day. And with everything
1: being shut down, I mean, how do you kind of go about getting your performance in and, and staying in condition as you kind of await your next uh, football journey?
0: Yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, you know, once everything kind of uh, you kind of just scrambling for gyms and finding a place to work out. So first couple of days, me and my two brothers, Andrew and Michael, we were down lifting dumbbells. Uh, we know a few people that are, are gracious enough to let us into a couple of gyms, uh, so we have a couple of options we can kind of go to. Um, just us three, and we can get get a solid of workout in.
1: No, that's that's always a good thing when you have that option where you kind of have uh, some connections where you can kind of keep doing your thing. Uh, I think it's very very important. So for you, I mean, uh, I mean you're an athletic kid. I mean, you know, you played at high school football, St. Edwards. For those not familiar with the Ohio area, I mean St. Edwards uh, west of Cleveland. Powerhouse program. Um, For you, I mean, have you always, I mean, Pop Warner, Pee Wee, were you always the kid that was a little bit more gifted athletically?
0: I think definitely, you know, Pee Wee and Pop Warner uh, growing up. And I think, you know, especially going to a place like St. Edward High School, um, you get competition in in great athletes um, from all across the, you know, like the Cleveland, Northeast Ohio area. So um, I think there it kind of turned, work ethic kind of took over more. And I'll never forget my sophomore years when I kind of really instilled the work ethic that I still hold to this day, and that's, you know, just pushing myself um, and working harder than the next man, and I've been able to carry that over to, through today.
1: Now you have been. And, and, and dude, I, I mean, you're red-shirted at Michigan State, but four-year letter winner. I mean, so that one is a red-shirt freshman. You're out there grinding. I mean, that's a hell of a – I'm a accomplishment. I mean, people accomplish a lot of things, but I, I think four years that you letter at a big-time program like Michigan State that just speaks volumes of what you were able to accomplish so quickly. And you maybe address that. It's then saying, you know, being at St. Edwards and what they taught you in your sophomore year, what you've been able to kind of, you know, pass on and put, in, you know, into your repertoire, if you will. Um, for you, so you get to Michigan State, I mean, I'm not saying the transition was easy, but, I mean, when did you really get the sense that what you were doing was going to allow you this opportunity to play in the National Football League?
0: Um, I would say it wasn't until my sophomore year, my redshirt sophomore year. Uh, like you said, I came in a red shirt uh, my twin brother, Andrew, he was playing. So that was kind of a, a weird transition for me. Um, you know, you, on your high school team, you're one of the best players, and, you, and you're going to college, and then all of a sudden you don't play for a year. So that was weird for me. Um, in my shirt freshman year, uh, got on the field a little bit, not as much as I wanted to. Um, it wasn't until my shirt sophomore year where I kind of had my breakout year. Um, ended up starting, I think, like the fourth game into the season. And then, uh, you know, had a huge game against Michigan um, that year. And then – you know, I, I, I've I have i have never missed a start since. So I think it's thirty three or thirty six consecutive starts since then. So, um it wasn't until that sophomore year. I had a really big uh breakout sophomore year, um, had a lot of production and things like that. And that's what I kinda saw, you know, um just in terms of how scouts and, and the media and things were like things like that were looking at me where I kinda took it up a level and kinda see that okay the, you know, I may have a um a future beyond just Michigan State, uh, playing football at Michigan State as well.
1: Definitely. And once again, David Dowdy, standout Michigan State Spartans safety here on the C2P as we talk a little Spartans football and NFL draft. Now, um, we met down at the Shrine game. You guys were getting your uh, weigh-ins, and we we crossed paths. I think we were talking about the New Era Strike Bowl, and I believe, um, you know, just uh, I thought that was a great bowl game. I mean, anytime you can play football in a baseball stadium like Yankee Stadium, something to think about. But uh, what was that like being able to you to be down at the Tradewinds Hotel and and letting these scouts know who you are as a man, just not a guy that they see on tape.
0: Yeah, uh, that was an awesome experience down there as a whole at the East West Shrine. Um, like the Shriners do a great job putting that on, uh, not only like on the field stuff and, and you know dealing with scouts and, and getting to work out and things like that, but also just off the field whether it was visiting the hospitals, um, getting to do some of the sightseeing, even some of the you know the famous restaurants down there. Um, so it was, a, it was a great experience and, and just to enjoy the warm weather, you know, in the middle of January was, was fantastic for me being a Midwest guy. Um, but then as far as the scouts and the NFL side of it, I think it was it was a great opportunity for me to, one, I was kind of banged up a little bit last year. So it was it was a great opportunity for me to take the was two or three weeks after the season ended to get healthy and then um, to kind of go down there and really perform to the best of my ability. I think I had a great week down there. um, I was making plays every day. Um, and another aspect of it is, you know, scouts see what you do in the game, but at, at Michigan State they don't necessarily get to see what you do at practice and how you approach, um, how you approach practice and how you approach every single day. And I think they got to see the, a little bit of that. Um, you know, I always pride myself on working harder than the next man and, and, and just showing up on it. showing up at practice, treating practice like a game. That's kind of how my, my MO is. And I think that I was able to show them that when I was down there.
1: Uh, definitely. Great, great week of practice. And, again, I mean, Fantastic collegiate career. I mean, that's why I think you're in the position where you are, where you've, you've never taken anything for granted and you are a grinder. Um, I asked this. I mean, if you are in that film room, David, you're with these scouts, they're breaking down tape. What are those hallmark home run abilities that you bring to that secondary, that safety position where they're going to want to, you know, say, mm-hmm. hey, we we love you. We want to bring you
0: aboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, first thing I think is football intelligence. this uh, State, we call it FBI. And... um my film preparation is the first thing that, you know, I think if, when you know what to do, then you can play faster. That allows you to play free. So my film preparation throughout the week, uh, we kind of have a breakdown that we do that I kind of, that kind of prepares me for the game. And then when we get to the game, you'll see me talking, um, you know, one thing we call our field safety, which is, which is what I played the past, don't know, four years, we call them our Zeus. That's because you kind of got to do a little bit of everything. You got to talk to your linebackers. Um, you got to talk to the corners. Um, talk to the other safety, get the calls in and things like that, make adjustments based on what the office is doing. So just really being able to um, recognize and see all the different tendencies and things like that and then be able to communicate with the team is probably my strongest suit. Um, and then also obviously when the ball is snapped, um, you know, being a being a willing tackler or a physical tackler, uh, being somebody that likes to go up and make plays, um, I think I do a great job. Uh, I have great instincts as far as knowing what's going to come, and a lot of that comes from film study as well. Uh, so those are some of the things that I, I bring to the table. Also, um, the last thing is I have experience playing all three defensive back positions um, in a Michigan, at Michigan State, whether it was corner at first. I came in, played a little bit of nickelback um, in my redshirt freshman year, and then obviously I've been starting safety since then, so just to have that versatility as well.
1: David, I tell you what, man, I mean, I don't know how many teams you've talked to since the Shrine game, um, but all the teams that did talk talk to you down at the Shrine game, they had to love the way you, you explain yourself. I mean, we do hundreds of shows and, uh, just, I'm just saying kudos to you. I mean, you did a fantastic job of really explaining all the qualities you bring to the table. I mean, you know, some guys just say, Hey, I love football. Oh, we know you love football, <laughs> you know, but yeah, right. just wanted to give you kudos on that response. I mean, you basically, I mean, you, you explain so much. Is there anything out there that these guys need to know about? I know you mentioned the football IQ training, hard film, um, Maybe the system you ran, you could have blitz more, done this. I mean, is there? I mean, team captain, weight room warrior. Uh, is there anything out there that these yeah. scouts need to know about you that they should, that they just might not see, or just know because they can't see it on tape?
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think the first thing is my leadership ability, and um, so I've been on our. We have a we have a leadership council in Michigan State football. Um, it's called our Eagles, and I've been on our leadership council the past two years. I've um, been an Eagle our past two years. Um, a lot of people up at Michigan State call me our fifth captain. Uh, so obviously, it wasn't. We only had. We only had. We selected four captains uh, this year. But um, if you talk to a lot of different people up at Michigan State, they'll call you. Know I was. I was one step below that. So uh, just being able to lead and help guys. Um, I think that's my biggest. I think I do a really good job of reading and knowing how to approach people. So just that. That as far as my leadership ability goes. Um, another thing is that I think it will be crucial for me for the next level is. I played sixty of sixty one punt snaps this year um this season, so that's me being a fifth year senior um I didn't necessarily have to do that, but I know that um you know special teams is huge i, I take special teams seriously um yeah. and i think the only the one rep that I did miss this year was because of injury, so um you know i'm gonna show up on special teams and i know i I know special teams is a huge role in the n f l regardless of where you're drafted um so I know that's something that i'm gonna definitely contribute on and and you you can see it at college I played all all special teams um positions. Um, and then, and then another thing is, and this is probably one of the things I hold near and dear to me is, I missed one practice my entire career, um, and that was only due to graduation this past season. So, I'm somebody that's going to show up regardless of what, regardless of what's going on, regardless of in injuries, regardless of how I'm feeling that day, I'm showing up to practice every single day and put my best foot forward. And and I feel like for me personally, my mindset with that is, if you put your best foot forward every single day and give it everything that you have, everything else will take care of itself
1: you definitely. There's a, you're not a, uh, you're not the fifth captain. You're you are, David. I always I got a notebook every show we do. I take notes. Um, I highlight certain things that you say. My whole book is scribbled with everything that you've been able to to, to say right now. I mean, I got uh, the Zeus position, the FBI, one game missed. Um, you talked about the punt plays. I mean, it, the list goes on of all the things. The Eagles, you know, the two years. I mean, man, just awesome stuff, man. I mean you you really have yeah, have fantastic career and uh like you said um when you the off the field stuff uh you come across as just a fantastic uh guy that teams are going to fall in love with. Um this is a cliche question but do you, do you get comparisons to anybody or is there anybody that you really like at the the National Football League level that you just try to adapt to your own game?
0: Um I I don't like to get into comparisons too much but there's definitely one person in particular that I kind of follow throughout the NFL and um oh. I like to. I I would want to mirror my game after him, and and not only what he does on the field and off the field, but that's Malcolm Jenkins. Uh, he just signed with the Saints, but he was with the Eagles the past couple of years. Um, just you know, I think he has he has corner ability, and he also plays safety. I mean, he plays safety, and you know he um played a little bit of corner or played corner in college and made that transition into the NFL. And just you could tell he's obviously a leader. Um, whether that's on the field and in the community, It's just kinda how he carries himself. From what I see from afar, I obviously don't know him and never met him before, but um he's somebody that I definitely um kind of try to model my game after. I watch his highlights, um, you know, often and just his movements and things like that I think we're similar, have similar body types and things like that. Um so that's somebody that I kinda um you know, like look up to or some one of the one of my favorite players in the league.
1: Wonderful. Once again, David Dowdy, standout, four-year letter winner. Try and invite also uh, Big Ten accolades as well as one of the top players and one of the top Power Five conferences in collegiate football here on the C2B. Um, David, we're almost out of time, but we always like to have some fun. Um, we call it three and out. A few off-the-wall questions before we let you go. Are um, you ready to take a shot with those?
0: Oh, yes, sir. I'm ready.
1: All right. Now you mentioned you and your brothers working out and uh, doing your thing. Um, when was the last time maybe competition got a little too heated and maybe the parents or somebody had to separate you because the competition got a little bit overcome?
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, there's endless times I can think of. But um, the most specifically I can remember was, well, so we're not allowed to play one-on-one basketball anymore. And that's still to this day, really. Um, me, Especially me and my twin brother, Andrew. We used to, we used to be in the front in the front um, in the driveway all the time playing one on one, and one of us would end up crying at every single game that we would play, or one of us would end up hurt. Um, this is like you know obviously we're like ten eleven twelve kind of growing up. Yeah. Um, I remember one time specifically, um, I kind of fouled him and was kind of on his back, and then he still he went up for the shot still, and I flipped over his back, and I like landed on the back of my head, and so I had like a huge knot on the back of my head. So I remember I had to walk around with this huge knot on the back of my head for like a week. Um, So it was like ever since then, we were not allowed to play one-on-one basketball because it gets way too competitive. (laughs)
1: That's fantastic. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, Your coach, uh, former coach Mark D'Antonio, iconic head coach, um, did anybody in that locker room do a great impersonation of him and when they do it in front of him?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. the best guy was when I was when I was um, like a freshman and sophomore at Michigan State. Um, um, uh, so I, his name slipped my his name slipped my mind at the moment. But he okay. he just did great impressions that um, he just did great impressions um, in general, and he would do impressions of like a lot of different coaches, whether it was Coach D'Antonio or some of our other coaches. Um, but he did a, he did a great job with um, impressions. That's kind of slipped my mind at the moment, but I would say one of the funniest guys <laughs> on the team. And you, somebody you probably talked to um, or may have talked to is Daryl Stewart, uh, the wide receiver, number uh-huh. 25. He's won. We have, like, an yeah, award that you give out. You give, they give out the oil can award, which is, like, the funniest, most humorous person on the team. He's won it, like, three years in a row. So he's probably the funniest guy on the team for sure.
1: <laughs> Excellent. I love it. And then the final one, you are a month away from finding out your next football uh, path. Um, I'm sure that weekend will be a day to celebrate and uh, be with family and friends. Who is the best cook in your family, David? And what would you like that person to have prepared as you celebrate that special day?
0: Man, best cook is hands down my mama. Um, shout out to Anita Dow. She's, uh, it's kind of funny. I was just telling somebody else the other day, with all three of us being home now, it hasn't been like this since, since high school. So it's been about five years. And shout out to her because I know it's got to be a lot for her trying to feed um feed us three again you know us three uh grown men like like we're growing boys again in the household so she's definitely the best cook uh my favorite thing my favorite go-to thing would be steak and some mac and cheese uh some mashed potatoes in there um so when she cooks that up it's always it's always in the um it's always going to be a great meal
1: awesome stuff david hey man you were a pleasure to watch and what you were able to accomplish um speak volumes and uh having you on the show we get to find out the man behind the scenes and uh Again, uh, you just uh, you, you're fantastic on both uh, both sides of that part. Um, hey, stay humble, stay hungry, be blessed, stay at that basketball court with your brothers, and uh, we can't wait to see you do your yes, thing sir. at the next level. <laughs> All right, <thank> you both <laughs> Awesome
0: for stuff. Once
1: you. again. Yep. Once again, that is David Dow. And, again, this kid's, I mean, been able to see him a few times when I've uh, scouted the games. And, uh, like I said, saw him in Michigan. I saw him at the New Era game. And I think I saw him two years ago. I forget why. Well, I saw him in Michigan. I saw him in Ann Arbor. But, again, all these great notes I've been able to take down. And, uh, they said, a uh, great week of practice down at the Shrine game. So, we're very thankful for him sharing some of his time. As always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us here on the C2P. This has been a C2P exclusive.
0: 18 plus.